Good morning, church. Today we start praying for revival. But let's take a moment and ponder where we're at. You know, you have to wonder at the fact that the whole world is suddenly attentive and awake, like our attention is suddenly available. There are no games on Saturdays and Tuesday nights to keep us busy with leagues and cups and tournaments. We're not in our cars rushing off to schools to drop kids and listening to traffic reports on the way to work. We're not going to brides and parties and birthdays. We're not wandering around the malls looking for something interesting to wear or buy or eat while people are watching and spending time. There is nowhere to be this Friday night or Saturday or Sunday. There's nowhere to be. It's like the stage is set on a massive scale. You know that moment when the curtains pull back and you see the stage for the first time and you wait for that opening scene. Everybody stops chattering and looks attentively at the stage in anticipation for what is to come. What is to come? What will happen? How will this progress? What is the future? Where will we be? six months from now, a year from now, how will this unfold? All of us want to know. The predictions and the stats are not encouraging. It could be bad. It could be really, really bad economically, politically, health-wise, everything-wise. But I believe there is another story being written. I believe the global stage is set not for disaster, but for a mighty move of God, one we haven't seen before a revival of global proportions. Can you see it? Can you hear it? Can you believe it? Revival is the most beautiful thing. It has been described as what happens when the veil between heaven and earth becomes thin. Can you imagine what that's like? You know, when we understand what revival is and what happens when it comes, how it can literally transform us, our lives, our city for the better and for generations, it can easily consume our prayers. It can easily become the most important thing in our lives. And it's this hunger I think we need to cultivate right now. Lord, send revival and start with me. Can you imagine all the chains that keep people in their sin and their deception, just suddenly losing all their power? And those who are held captive for years, they suddenly awake and come to their senses and they can come to Christ. Can you imagine miracles breaking out everywhere? The lame walking, the blind seeing, mass deliverances taking place, thousands turning from their idols, maybe even burning them. This is the book of Acts. This is the Bible. This is the church as it was intended to be. Can you imagine empty churches being filled and nobody put out a flyer or an advertisement? Can you imagine crime ceasing, clubs emptying, prostitutes coming to Christ with their pumps? Can you imagine radical generosity and sharing? In the Hebrides revival, people would repent in the streets and the fields. No preacher present. In the Welsh Revival, you could walk down streets and, and hear the tears of repentance in people's homes. Can we pray for this? <laughs> I 
Of course we can. The question is actually, why haven't we prayed for this? Why has this not been our number one all-consuming prayer? Did we not know it's available? Did we not know it's possible? Or have we been too busy up until now? What have we been praying for up until now? Is it really more important than revival? Could it be that maybe I need revival? And this is what we're going to focus our prayer on today. Lord, I bow my heart and I bend my knee. Send revival, but start with me. Pour out your spirit in an unprecedented way. May all who hear be saved today. May all who are saved proclaim the way. Lord, send revival, but start with me.